0: All right, and I believe we are live. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it is one of, one of the days of the week, Wednesday. <laughs> I knew that. And this is the least professional show on YouTube. Toxic masculinity. Well, it's good to see everybody's here. Uh, what have I been working on today? I'm a little bit, a couple minutes late here. Uh, I've been I've been on the phone. I've been talking to people because I'm trying to to develop. This is not my idea. Um, a friend of mine called me and we've been trying to develop it together. And I think I've mentioned it on the show before an award show for conservative social media content creators. Uh, I just, you know, we just feel like (laughs) my cat's playing. Um, we just feel like, excuse me, YouTubers and you know people who have been successful on Facebook and Twitter and whatnot, we're really getting a raw deal. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's a lot of shadow banning going on. I think uh, Stephen Crowder just got kicked off of YouTube or or something like that, or demonetized. I think he got demonetized. Uh, all kinds of awful things have been going on, and uh, you know, I I just think that a lot of good conservative political analysts, people who talk about politics. On social media need a little bit of recognition. They need a little bit of a boost. So why not celebrate their awesomeness with an awards ceremony? So we're kind of trying to develop that. Um, We're thinking about... (laughs) Uh, We're thinking about doing like uh, an American Eagle statue as the award. I, I shouldn't give this stuff away, but you guys, you know, you're my people. Um, and I'm trying, I, I want to design it myself. I want to make it maybe something that looks kind of art deco y, like from like the ni- 1920s. Um, you know, just cool, streamlined, something you can put on your mantle and be proud of. Anyway, so that's what we're looking into. Valeria says, OMG, we are working nonstop. I'm starving. <laughs> she's at work today, so she's not going to be showing up. Uh, you're stuck with me, I'm afraid. And with that, Anyway, what, what what do you guys think of this? I mean, you guys can mention it at the end of the show. Um, but I'm curious what you guys think about this. Yeah, yeah. Cameron Brown says, I would love to see Gavin McGinnis, Stephen Molyneux, and Alex Jones there. Well, that's the thing. I mean, I've talked to a lot of people uh, about this. And there are factions in the Republican, you know, social media and establishment media um, Community and some people don't like some of the other people. Uh, there is a little bit of animosity there within the ranks, not too much, I don't think. Not, not, it's not crazy. But there's a little bit of, oh, I don't want to see this person there, I don't want to see that person there. My vision is everyone's invited, everyone's invited. We would invite, uh, I would, t- we would have to give, I feel like we would have to give somebody like Alex Jones some kind of an award or Gavin McGinnis. Or, or, or one of these guys, something, right? Um, or Stefan Molyneux. Because these are people who, right, like, <clears throat> you may not agree with everything they have to say. A lot of conservatives may not ag- agree with what they have to say. But, ooh, I just came up with the name of the award show. The Freedom Awards. We got to call it the Freedom Awards, right? The Freedom Awards. Because we're not free. There's no liberty. Right, we have no freedom of speech, it's got to be the freedom awards, right, guys? That's probably an award show already. Um, <laughs> Forbidden Chocolate says YouTube will permanently ban the winners. <laughs> yeah, it's just, we're just giving them a list of people to ban. Uh, maybe, I mean, hopefully not, but uh, you know, we're just trying to create um, you know, a moment to celebrate some of the people who I think are. A bit sidelined, uh, you know. Yeah, I love Stefan Molyneux. I, he talks about things that are, that a lot of people are terrified to talk about. Um, I, I love a lot of the people that get banned. I, you know, I don't love all of them, but I feel like everybody deserves a platform from which to speak. We had the People's Platform. You know, we had Facebook, we had Twitter, we had YouTube, and then the bureaucrats within these agencies, within these companies, decided, oh, no, 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 you little peasants. It's not the people's platform. It's my platform. And I will dictate who gets to speak and who doesn't get to speak. And so now they've become authoritarian dictatorships, which is what leftists used to say that they hated. But that, uh, that's all changed, hasn't it? Um, they've shown their true colors. So without further ado, that, that's a bit of an exciting bit of news, I think. I mean, if we can actually get it going um but let's let's work on that i like freedom awards i like that i like that quite a lot all right ladies and gentlemen let's get to the first story so first story is i got it here somewhere uh biden no that's yeah no that's that's our first story okay i thought that was an old one <laughs> i told you least professional show on youtube biden encourages u.s embassies to fly blm flags Now, you may have seen this uh, in the past couple of days. This has been on the news. Uh, People have been talking about it. I got to fix something. Hold on a sec, guys. Oh, yeah. See that black screen? That's no good. Nobody likes that. Boom. Nope. That's the wrong one. That's it. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. There we go. Boom. There we go. Um... Yeah, so you probably all heard about this already, but let's go into it because come on, folks. What what are we doing here? What are we doing here? Here's here's the main thing I want to say about this before I read this story. Black Lives Matter and people within the Black Lives Matter organization they're terrorists. I'm sorry, they're terrorists. They're domestic terrorists. Uh what is the definition of terrorism? Right? It's uh it's attacking somebody, uh, committing acts of violence, committing acts of destruction um, in order to terrorize people within a region, within a country, to change their laws, right? To, to It's usually political in nature, right? Uh, to create laws or to stop enforcing certain laws or whatever, to do the political bidding of the terrorists, right? Um when nine eleven happened, right they were trying to i mean i the the truth is I'm not even really sure what they wanted from the United States for nine eleven It was just like I guess it was just like take the u s down a notch. I'm not really sure, but a lot of you know a lot of Muslim countries, a lot of these countries that are, have an antagonistic view of the united states um I think to some degree they don't really want American culture encroaching on their countries, which I actually think is a perfectly fine thing to you know, um, to, to feel. I think that's a perfectly fine position to have. You don't want American culture encroaching on your countries. Actually, that's fine. I'm actually okay with that. Um, what I'm not okay with is going out and killing, <clears throat> excuse me, is going out and killing thousands of people because of that belief. that That's not going to help you, right? That's just going to leave yourself uh, and several of your friends who help you plan the, pro- the event, it's uh, going to leave you dead. So I don't really understand the point of that kind of terrorism. Now, if you were to, um, you know, sometimes in fiction, we see these really elaborate plans from villains where they have, you know, if they do things a certain way, then it forces different countries to take on certain policies, and they are able to effectively commit acts of of terrorism that are effective. But it's fairly rare that acts of terrorism are effective. Um, But Black Lives Matter has been effective their acts of terrorism have been affected and i think that ha- i think that has been in large part because half of the country democrats and democrat politicians have failed to condemn them as the domestic terrorists that they are right if you are burning down buildings and murdering people in the streets which black lives matter has done then you are a terrorist organization right you have a political you have you have a political desires, right? You want certain political policies to be enacted, and you are you're you're hurting people and you're destroying property in order to convince people that you that they should do those things and then you know maybe the violence will stop. The weird thing about that is that you know Biden is now in office by hook or by crook and policies are changing to some degree in a way that should make Black Lives Matter happy, right? They are putting, um, they are they are uh, reinstituting, I guess, reinstituting is that the word. I think so. Uh, critical race theory into federal programs. You can have critical race theory taught at these, um, you know, at any federal bureau now, which is ridiculous. Of course, Trump stopped that because it was basically teaching people to be racist against white people. And Biden's like, oh, no, 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 we've got to teach people to be racist against white people. That's an important thing to do. Uh, So, right. So they're doing that again. And there's all kinds of messed up laws that they're starting to pass. I mean, everything is about equity. You know, you heard that a while back, like they were saying, everything's about equity. Our whole program, everything's about equity. Well, isn't that what Black Lives Matter wanted? So their domestic terrorism was effective. And yet still we see... All kinds of violence, all kinds of destruction, and we're going to get into that today. And another thing, this is how we acquiesce to Black Lives Matter. Sadly, the U.S. embassies around the world have been told to fly the Black Lives Matter flag by the Biden administration, and they're doing it. They're doing it. And it's, this is just disgusting. I mean, this, it's so bizarre to me, because it's like, these are our enemies. These are domestic terrorists. And you're celebrating them. It's like as if Timothy McVeigh said, oh, I want you to fly the Timothy McVeigh flag on all the U.S. embassies. And, uh, and, and, and the federal government went, okay, Timothy McVeigh, well, it's okay that you bombed this building full of people and killed a bunch of people. We'll fly your flag over the thing. Like, what does BLM have? Does BLM actually have to bomb a building before you stop flying their flipping flag at U.S. embassies? I mean, it's completely insane. This is an organization that wants to see the destruction of the, the representative democracy that we have. They, they want to see the destruction of our system of government. And you're flying their flag in your government buildings or on the side of your government buildings? I mean, this is complete madness. You, you, why don't you just fly the Chinese flag? You might as well. You're flying the BLM flag. I mean, these are the enemies of the country. BLM is an enemy of the people of the United States of America, right? They're terrorizing the populace to get some kind of political power. And you're flying their flag on your buildings. You you guys are morons. I'm sorry. The, the Biden administration, morons. That's it. All right, let's go ahead and read this story. I'm, I'm already pissed off. <laughs> All right, LifeSite News has been permanently banned on YouTube. Oh, is that right? Okay, well, interesting. May 26, 2021, American embassies around the world flew flags with the words Black Lives Matter yesterday after being encouraged to do so by the Biden administration. According to a leaked memo memo published by Human Events News on Monday, the U.S. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, uh, urged embassies to push Black Lives Matter messaging and authorizing them to hang BLM flags for calendar year 2021. As outlined below, chiefs of mission may decide to hang BLM flags as appropriate and depending on local context. This cable institutes uh, a blanket written authorization for calendar year 2021 from the Undersecretary for Management to display the BLM flag on the external facing flagpole to any uh, chiefs of mission. The memo read, the department supports the use of the term Black Lives Matter in messaging, content, speeches, and other dip- diplomatic engagements. You are flippin' kidding me. Black Lives Matter wants to destroy the country, you stupid idiots. Why would you fly their flag? Why would you fly the flag of somebody that hates you? It doesn't make any flippin' sense. The... Oh, yeah. Golly. And, and you're using their term in your messaging? BLM is not... Like, an American entity. It's an anti-American entity. Do not infuse it with our federal government. It's completely crazy. Oh, man, I really hope this Arizona audit fixes things, because we're going crazy town right here. Um, with foreign audiences to advance racial equity... There's that stupid word again. And access to justice on May 25th and beyond. We encourage posts to focus on the need to eliminate systemic racism and its continued impact. You know what? There's systemic racism in America for sure against white people. And probably Asians and maybe Jews. Not black people. Not black people. Okay. The cable was labeled for all diplomatic and consular posts ahead of the one-year anniversary on Tuesday of the death of Minneapolis resident George Floyd from a drug-linked heart attack while in police custody. Oh, thank you, LifeSite, for appropriately framing his death. Documents referred to in Blinken's memo for talking points on racial issues include UN Ambassador Linda Thomas Greenfield's recent speech at the UN about the legacy of white supremacy in America. The legacy of white supremacy. Good God. That's all they care about. You know what's really weird is, like, when I was a kid, I remember hearing about, you know, we we obviously would read about the Ku Klux Klan and white supremacists and stuff like that. But even like growing up, like you hear about this stuff and it's so far removed from reality, right? It's just like these kind of, these kind of like fringe people, you know, certainly there were times in America when Ku Klux Klan had a lot of membership, but like was every single member of the Ku Klux Klan, um, you know, at the height of the Ku Klux Klan when there was a lot of them. Were they all running around lynching black people? No, of course not. I mean, some of them were probably just regular folks who didn't realize, who didn't quite understand um, the significance, maybe, of the Ku Klux Klan, things like that, or, or you know, how significant that it would be perceived in the future. Um, I, I don't know. You know, I, I'm not like an expert uh, in Klan history or anything like that. But um, were they all like uh, hateful racists who just hated all black people? I highly doubt that. Right? Um, there were quite there, there were quite a lot of people. Um, Involved in these kinds of organizations at certain points in time in history, and um, but uh, but for the most part, it was I think for most of history, organizations like Ku Klux Klan were kind of fringe groups. Certainly, skinheads, neo Nazis, these were always I think fringe groups for the most part. Um, But these, (laughs) but you know, leftists, they always want to pretend like this this is the biggest problem that we ever faced in the history of the country. Uh, Where's my headphones? Are there? Uh, And you know, it's just like. I'm going to turn them on. Um, And it's just like, uh, you know, our whole history is completely uh, saturated with white supremacy and everything stems from white supremacy and everything stems from racism and all this kind of stuff. And it's just not true. They're blowing everything out of proportion to make everything that happens today somehow uh, a product of or related to white supremacy or the suppression of black people, something like that. We've got to get back to a place somehow. I don't know how we're going to do it we're just kind of cool again, right? Where well, we stop talking about that stuff. We stop thinking about that stuff. It's it's been like a few academics kind of came up with this idea slowly, bit by bit, uh let's completely exaggerate and blow well out of proportion all the things that have happened in history uh that have been negative to black people by white people. We'll make that into everything that's ever happened is tainted by this in American history and Um, You know, slowly, bit by bit, it's become this monster that's just that's been accepted by the entire the entirety of left wing America, which is like, you guys, you got to get out of this fantasy and get back into reality and just forget about all that stuff, you know, like push that to the side. That's that should be gone, right? That should be I feel like we're in a kind of fever dream. I feel like the whole country is in this weird fever dream. And, you know, some of us are sitting there going, you know, what what are you guys talking about what are you talking about what you're what you're saying what you're thinking this is not reality uh but some people are they believe that the fever dream is real right and they're running around and they're convinced of it and we're just watching them going you know you guys are you guys are mental right and they they don't know they don't know they think it's real they think all this you know everything's everything's tainted by racism and whatever they're all nuts uh let's see here the u.s embassies on in multiple countries embraced the biden administration's guidance yesterday flying black lives matter banners in spain bosnia Greece and Cambodia. embassies in Japan, Italy, and China post messages supporting Black Lives Matter as well. Well, I'm going to tell you right here, I am posting a, an anti-Black Lives Matter post right here, verbally, to all of you. I don't like Black Lives Matter. I don't support that organization. I think they're communists. I think they hate America. I think they're a domestic terrorist organization. And I do not support them, and neither should anyone. Done. Okay, let's see here. Today uh, is the first, May 25th, is the first anniversary of the murder of George Floyd. Not murder, but whatever. The U.S. Embassy in China wrote in a post translated by Google Translate. This incident also brought more urgency. And that's another thing. Like, every time that we talk about how racist and awful America is, we just make ourselves look bad internationally. Where is the national pride? Like, aren't you, like, don't you want America to look better to our international Uh, friends and enemies. Like, we we, want to try to look good, right? Let's not try to project this, we're so bad, we're so bad. I mean, it's just so unbelievably stupid. Let's see here. Let me me skip down a little bit. During the conflagrations, rioters and looters killed several people, including children and parents um, of young children. Whoa, I must have missed something here. Uh, According to the armed conflict location and event data... uh, project, a non-profit that tracks political violence. There were more than 50 riot, uh, 500 riots linked to Black Lives Matter in the United States between May and September. That's what we're talking about. Uh, just the initial weeks of rioting dealt an estimated $1 to $2 billion of damage, much of it to small businesses without adequate insurance, and led to the injuries of at least 2,000 police officers. During the conflag- conflagrations, it's a hard word to say, guys, writers uh, and looters killed several people, including children and parents of young children jeez oh, while well, others siege the White House paralyzed police officers well they didn't they didn't go into the White House I don't think that's what it sounds like that's not right um, seized the White House paralyzed police officers and tried to burn cops alive that is true they actually tried to do that um, experts have credited the movement movement central push to defund the police with ultimately contributing to a a homicide surge that resulted in an extra 4,000 killings last year, according to the cent- the Center Square. I don't know what that means. Uh, launched by homosexuals, the flagship Black Lives Matter group also espoused both Marxism and radical pro-LGBT agenda that seeks to disrupt the nuclear family. Leading members of the movement um, have performed racially charged occultic rituals in public that have called for the destruction of Christian icons. I I didn't know about that. I'm going to have to read about that. That's fascinating. Yeah, anyway, they're a disgusting group, and we should not be celebrating them by putting their banners on American federal buildings, especially ones abroad. I mean, it's just... These people are morons. All right. I'm done talking about that story. The end. Let's move on to the next one, shall we? Uh, What do we got here coming up? Riots break out. On the anniversary of George Floyd's overdose, riots break out on the anniversary of George Floyd's overdose. Uh, guys, it's it's not just riots. It's not just riots. It's also a, a shooting in George Floyd Square, right? So they took like the street corner in Minneapolis that, that George Floyd died at of an overdose, and they said... And they said, you know what, this is a good day to try to kill somebody with a gun. <laughs> Let's go ahead and shoot some people. So some folks went out there and they started shooting each other on George Floyd Square on the on the anniversary of his uh death. Which why are we even why do we even care about the anniversary of his death? He's a criminal loser. Yeah, okay, it's not great that he died, whatever, but like he died of a drug overdose. That happens every single day in the country. People die of drug overdose. It's sad. It's terrible, right? But, like, get over it. I mean, it's it's not something for the whole country to go, like, crazy over. We're all going crazy over it. All right, so let's have a look at this. Um, let me change the view here. Boom. So this is, uh, <laughs> this is George Floyd Square being reported on. You guys may have seen this already, but let's go ahead and play it. Well, look, it's not going to be signed in time, at least according to the timeline that the White House and U.S. President Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be. uh, Just got to be careful here with some gunshots. Excuse us, excuse us. It sounds like gunshots. I'll let you know what this is. These seem to be gunshots. I love how understated this guy is. He just like um he just keeps on reporting, here's the gunshots. He's like, "Oh, well, I'm just I'm a professional. I can I can just talk through this." And he's like, "Well, actually no. Um you'll have to excuse us one moment. I believe there's gunshots." <laughs> <laughs> so English, so English. I love it. I love it. Uh I don't love the gunshots. I don't think that's great, but what an irony, huh? And this is what I'm talking about with the whole Black Lives Matter thing. You know, there's this idea that we have to celebrate black lives matter uh you know that, that, that there's some some kind of like some great quality about george floyd that we have to celebrate or some crap like that uh you know that we have to pretend that white cops are killing black civilians you know with these massive numbers which they're not you know it, that's not happening that's all a lie um why are we pretending why are we keeping up this and the whole black lives matter thing by the way it's all based on a lie it's based on this lie that cops are killing unarmed black men at like these ridiculously high numbers it's just not true it very rarely happens incredibly rarely happens um and i think this just goes to show that nobody really cares about george floyd the the, the black lives matter folks they don't care about george floyd uh you know the folks in Minneapolis they don't care about george floyd you know people you know what they, a lot of these people care about looting they care about running into a Rolex store and just stealing a bunch of watches they care about um, trying to get something out of it. Oh, well, if we complain enough and we scream and yell and burn down a Wendy's, well, then maybe the U.S. government will give us some money, right? And you're not helping the situation by acquiescing to their demands. Um, all right, let's move on from there to to discuss what's what's happened in Portland, Oregon. And this is, ugh, I, I always hate when something horrible happens in Portland because that's where I'm from. I'm from Oregon. Um. Riot riot erupts in Portland on anniversary of George Floyd's murder. Way to celebrate the guy that you think is so amazing. Militant protesters mark the anniversary of George Floyd's murder. We had another riot in Portland, Oregon, smashing up local businesses and trying to burn down the city's justice center, according to police. More than 200 rioters, mostly fully clad uh, in black and wearing gas masks, trashed the troubled City of Roses they call us the City of Roses, the City of Bridges. we got a lot of bridges. Uh, we have this beautiful rose garden. Um, soon after, a peaceful march ended late Tuesday, according to the Portland Police Bureau. Some of the mob tried to torch the Multnomah uh, County Justice Center by pushing flaming dumpsters against the buildings uh, as at least two people tried to pry open the doors to get inside. I mean, honestly, sometimes... They really just need to arrest all those people. Any people are out there doing that, just arrest them all. You know, get a massive force of of uh, maybe national guardsmen out there. But you know, this city's run by a bunch of lefties, so they they're just going to let it happen. People chanted, "Burn the building down." The force said, noting how many uh, not, noting how many used umbrellas to hide their illegal activities. Umbrellas, balaclavas, whatever, whatever they need. People threw frozen water bottles, glass bottles, eggs, and metal spikes at officers and fired mortar-style fireworks at officers. I mean, if, if they're sh- throwing, like, a spiked metal at you in glass bottles, you can shoot them. You can shoot them. You know. I don't I don't understand why they're not shooting these people. Uh, the mob continued the barrage and also formed rows of metal spikes in the streets to try to stop firefighters from getting in to tackle the blaze. Yeah, you can shoot people then, too. If people are trying to murder you, right, trying to burn a building down with people inside, yeah, you can shoot them, right? They're they're trying to kill you. When the fire was out, the firefighters got safely away. Officers deployed smoke and left the... Deployed smoke? Officers deployed... Oh, smoke, like tear gas, and then left the area. The crowd still numbered more than 200. Moved to City Hall where windows were smashed, the force said. It was finally declared a riot around 10 p.m. It was declared a riot around 10 p.m. finally because of the violent and tumultuous conduct of the crowd. No crap. The rioters then smashed up several local businesses. I mean, why do we even have a mural of this ugly dude? Yeah, look, it's it's bad that people die of drug overdoses, but we don't need to, like, pretend he's some kind of a martyr. And this is what drives me nuts the most. Like, this, I mean, I cannot wait until there's some kind of a you know this there's some kind of an appeal to this trial cuz this is a farce you know i don't understand why people on fox news are constantly calling at one point they said the death of george floyd it was i don't remember who it was on fox they go the death of george floyd and then they stopped themselves and said the murder of george floyd i thought why would you stop yourself to say that because the guy was convicted it was it was to, it was like a kangaroo court man it was a foregone conclusion they needed him convicted to appease the terrorists it's absolutely ridiculous. Justice has not been served. The guy died of a drug overdose, and this guy's going to prison because of it. Like, what a, What? unbelievably bad luck. Can you imagine? You, you go ahead and you become a police officer. You want to fight for the American people. You want to fight to make the world a better place. And you arrest a guy who's giving you a lot of trouble. And he's trying to escape. And you're trying to get him into the car. And you got to hold him down you know, until you get some help to arrive, until he calms down. Uh, you know, the guy dies of a drug overdose and then you have to go to prison for years because of an arrest you made where a guy was on drugs and you didn't realize it and he died of a a drug overdose? It sucks, man. That's like the worst possible thing. It's absolutely terrible. Absolutely terrible. And it doesn't even need to happen because all you have to have is like rational people saying, okay, we know this wasn't your fault. You can go. But we don't. We have hundreds, thousands, thousands of people who just want to see that guy hanged. Um... All right, let me. I- I'm done with this story. I'm done with this story. It makes me sick, pisses me off. Stop rioting for George Floyd. There's nothing to riot for, you guys. I, th- I think these guys just like to riot, if I'm honest. Hey, buddy. You want to hang out? You can come up. We'll say hi to the ladies and gentlemen. Okay. All right, I'm done with that story. Let's move on to the next one. The next story is Biden administration physically stops Republicans from entering a border facility. Yeah, this is a weird one. This is a very weird one. I It says I have four on here, but I actually am not going to do the Dershowitz. I, I don't think that's a good story. I read it. Didn't like it. Um, okay, so Biden administration physically restricts 12 GOP lawmakers from access, from, from access, I was going to say accessing, uh, from access to the border facility, to a border facility. Hold on, I'm trying to find... Boom, there we go. All right, so this is it. This is the story. Um, this this is actually kind of a big story. I don't know why it's not bigger. I hadn't really heard of it until um, I was sent the stories for today. And I thought, wow, that's kind of a big deal. The Biden administration on Tuesday denied several Republican lawmakers access to a drug enforcement uh, administration border facility in El Paso, Texas. And what I don't understand about this is like, these people designate funding for these places. They authorize these places to, to exist, right? Um, and I think that the I think that the Congress has oversight over these facilities. So I don't think I don't understand how it could possibly be le- legal to bar them from entering a place that they have oversight over. That doesn't make any sense. Shouldn't they be able to say? We have authority over these places to look into them, and and we we have to be able to get in. Like I don't understand how there's some kind of how it's even like possible for these um, border security folks to say no, no, you're not allowed in here. I mean, can't they just walk around them? That, that's what I would have done. I would have just said, well, I'm walking, and you can arrest me if you want. I would have gone in, been like arrest me. I would have given the, my phone to somebody and said, shoot this. If they arrest me, video it. And because I don't think it's legal for them to stop them. I don't think so. A delegation of 12 GOP members of Congress were physically restricted from entering the El Paso Intelligence Center during a visit to the southern border, Fox News reported. Oops. Oh, well, this is the Fox News story. I can just read this one. Let me me finish this. The GOP lawmakers accused the Biden administration of interfering with their constitutional duty to have oversight. Well, that's right. Have oversight over these facilities. They're paid for by taxpayer dollars. That's right. All I can say is, well, I'm not going to read that because I, I found the video of them speaking. So let's just go ahead and play this. Why do you think that the Biden administration is refusing to cooperate with Congress on oversight and allowing congressional members to do their job from the Donna facility to O.R.R. This is Sarah Carter. To She's great. All I could say is, Sarah, I don't know what they want, what they have to hide. Uh, I can only imagine. But for some reason, we were not allowed in. I can only imagine uh, what is it that they're wanting to hide and not show. Uh, the the very representatives of the American people that have oversight over this facility that fund it and that authorize it. Why don't they want us to see it? This isn't something that we surprised them with. We didn't ask them the day before or two days before. We've been trying to get in there for a couple of weeks, and it's coming from the top. It's coming from the White House. They don't want us in there. They don't want us seeing what it is. Uh, You can make conjecture about why it is they don't want us in there uh in my opinion and i won't prejudge it but my opinion is they have data that they're Aston. gathering at this intelligence center which is clearly indicating that our open borders are actually a more serious problem than the average American understands right now. Because they don't want American eyes to see the operations and to see what they are doing. And then, when we come here, they don't allow us to tour the uh, fusion center, which is the intelligence operation for this region. And I would have liked to have had the opportunity to visit with the FBI, to visit with the agents there at the fusion center to learn more about what the drug cartels are doing and what strategy we are employing to stop them, but we were denied to have that opportunity. Yeah, so uh, I like what they're saying here. Um, They're saying that they think that that things are far worse than what the Biden administration is letting on. And therefore, you know, because you had that issue where um, I think it was Ted Cruz was in um, a detention facility with a bunch of immigrants and he was taking video of it. And you had this Biden surrogate come in there and she was like physically trying to block him. from. She's like, "I have respect for these people that we're torturing. Have respect for the people that we're not treating very well at all. Have respect for them. And and Ted Cruz is like, what are you talking about? You're the one that doesn't respect them. Look, I mean, like, deal with these people appropriately. And at the end of the day, it all comes down, it's a simple, simple formula. You don't encourage people to come up to the border. You have strict border enforcement. You stop people from climbing over. You build the damn fence... Okay, not offense. You build the damn wall. You build the wall. You stop people from coming over. You make the severe, severe consequences for anyone who does cross illegally. And uh, yeah, bombs your uncle, as they say. Uh, done and done. You know, get it. Like, just uh, at the end of the day, you could, you could legally speaking. You could go around the United States right now today and round up every illegal immigrant and ship them back to wherever they're from. We could do that. Or we could just dump them across the border of Mexico and say, find your way back home. We don't care. And not just illegal immigrants, the children of illegal immigrants. People who came over when they were like little kids, these dreamers. We could take all them as well. I say we get a lot more tough on these people. We start sending a lot more of them back every single day. Joe Biden is just like pussified the American federal government in in every aspect in every corner of it totally pussified and uh you know we need to be and, but the thing is like a lot of people are like oh well that's not very nice it's not very nice i agree with that that's the point i'm not look I, i'm not unsympathetic to these people if i were a you know poor person down in central america and i thought i could sink over the border and like help my family i would totally do it right i don't blame these people individually the problem is, if you are not tough with those people, more will come, right? You're encouraging more people to come across the border. So you have to be tough. It's just, a, it's just common sense, right? It's rational. It's rational policies of a politician to say, no, you are not sympathetic. As a matter of policy, you cannot be officially sympathetic with these people. You can personally, but the, the federal government cannot be sympathetic to these people because the federal government needs to protect Americans. Americans. That's why you're there, Biden. You're there to protect Americans. You're not there to protect the immigrants coming over the border. You're there to protect Americans. So you got to keep those immigrants out. And you know what you do by keeping them out? You protect them too. And why? Because I I believe the statistic is that 80% of women who make the journey to try to illegally cross the border into America are the victims of sexual assault. And you know what happens when you stop them trying to come over? You stop all that sexual assault. You know what you also do? By stopping people crossing the border, you stop enriching the Mexican cartels, right? You stop empowering the Mexican cartels. You reduce their power, you reduce their money, you reduce their influence by stopping this. Because in- this is a business down there, right? It's a business. And you have facilitated that business. You've grown that business. You've created it into an empire. That's your fault, Joe Biden and your your puppeteers. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. <laughs> so angry. I'm so angry. Anyway, those uh those Republicans, they need to be able to get into that facility. There is a war I I think more or less going on in America right now between Democrat politicians and conservatives. And we're not just talking about regular conservatives like you and me. We're also talking about conservative politicians. Uh this is not appropriate. You cannot use the the power of the federal government against other members of government. You, you're you're not allowed to do that right That's called political persecution. uh we can't have that in America. You have to allow politicians to do their jobs just because they're not of your party that doesn't mean that they they get this unfair treatment right? You have to treat them with the same respect as every other politician, and you just you know let them do their job. They have oversight. they're allowed to go into that facility so hopefully that story develops, and we see what happens out of that. hopefully. Uh, The Biden administration, there should be some consequence for that, right? I mean, hopefully some kind of lawsuit is filed. Something happens because, I mean, honestly, I think somebody needs to be impeached. Somebody needs to be fired for this. This is the kind of thing that you should, there should be consequences for, right? Not making a phone call to Ukraine, which nothing inappropriate was said. But this kind of thing, this is actually inappropriate and probably illegal. So I would love to see that worked out okay well that is it for the news for me I was gonna be the story about Dershowitz but I didn't like it I read it, I didn't like it so we're not doing it so instead I'm gonna move right along to your questions and your comments so I'm curious what you guys have to say about the news today and everything that's going on in the world let's have a look um, Abel Garcia writes Chris once you're reading the chats at the end I have some stuff to say about the illegal crossings and it's all first hand experience from my family well I want to hear it man um, I'm into the chat now, so I will uh, just go ahead and write whatever it is that you want to write, and I'll go ahead and... Um, let's see here. Uh, Smiles G writes, You're famous. No reply... Uh, you're famous. No reply telling you by contacting MrEgan.com, but the CBK Telegram channel posted your Porge Poros poster. BLM is in the center. Oh, I'll have to have a look at that. You know what? You know what's annoying about that poster that I made? Um Mr. yeah, yeah. I don't really I don't really the mrreagan.com I don't really I don't even know if I have access to that. That was made by a friend of mine and I never really used it, but um CBK telegram channel. I'll have to look at that. Uh uh. Yeah, write me at the Reagan-esque conservative at gmail.com if you can figure out how to spell that. <laughs> But I'd like to check that out. Well, my poster, so I did do a poster about all the influence in America from Porch Poros. Uh, The only problem was that at the time, the reason that I made that diagram, that I made that map, was because I was doing a video about um, Jussie Smollett. And Kim Fox was actually brought, uh, was actually, her campaign was supported by Porch Poros, right? As, um, what is it, the prosecuting... Attorney of Chicago or something like that, Cook County Prosecutor, something like that. So she was she was elected because she was a Porge Poros puppet, right? And so uh, right there, big old in the middle is is a uh, Justice Smollett. So because that whole map was because of that video. And in hindsight, I wouldn't have made it so much about Justice Smollett. I would have made his picture a lot smaller and emphasized other more important things on that map. I did, I wasn't actually expecting that map to go viral but after i posted the map yeah yeah, it did kind of go viral it went everywhere and i was just like oh i should have made the map better (laughs) i shouldn't have made it about flipping jossie smollett who cares about jossie smollett uh forbidden chocolate says this administration is in alignment with blm and wanting to destroy the country you know i don't want to think that but it seems like it doesn't it it really does seem like it a gamma goblin miller writes did you see the shooting over there I'm surprised not to hear your thoughts. Oh, yeah, there was a shooting here in California. Well, the thing is, like, that, so, like, you 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 might think of that if you don't live in California as something significant. But there's actually a lot of shootings out here all the time. In fact, I on my phone, pretty much every single day, there's some kind of a shooting. Don't know what the deal was with that one. I watched a little bit of it live, but I didn't see the full thing. I don't know exactly what happened. I'll have to go look. Uh, back into it. But occasionally I'll check out the local news here, and we have so much crazy stuff that goes on. We're constant, we've are constantly got car chases and all kinds of stuff. It's just so much of it that we don't even pay attention anymore. Um, Alright, Abel, let me read your story of immigration here. Abel Garcia writes, my mom and my aunts came to the U.S. illegally and came through the cartel. They abuse women. My mom once had uh had to ride and hide in a car. The trip was terrible. She obtained a burn during the ride to the U.S. He says this was in the late 90s when my mom came to the U.S. I don't remember the full story, but I can email you the full story when I get home. But during the car ride where she was hidden uh, by the cartel, her and then he's going to continue writing. Um, Abel, I mean, this is a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Again, I have great sympathy for the people that come over here. I don't, nec- I don't think they're bad people, right? Of course you're going. Of course you have the motivation to come here. Of course you have the intention. You know, if you're a good person, to make money, help your family. all that, Of course. Uh, but we cannot encourage it, because then these awful things happen. Uh, he writes, um, her thigh was burned by a muffler. To be honest, I don't know what uh, the piece is called, but it was hot enough to leave a permanent burn mark on her. And, I, I mean, that's, yeah, I, and, and it gets a lot worse than that sometimes. She was lucky, right? Uh, recently, there was a, a a van full of immigrants, and they were riding along the highway. And for some reason, the driver, I don't know what he was thinking, but he ran straight into a semi-truck and just absolutely obliterated the car and killed a bunch of the people in that uh, car. And this kind of thing happens a lot, right, where they find just a bunch of dead bodies in a car um, for various reasons. I mean, not a lot, a lot, but it happens enough to where it's it's pretty tragic, right? The, the lives of these people aren't necessarily made better every single time they do this you know, difficult illegal journey, right? Uh, and, of course, the leftists will all say, well, just open up the borders, just open up the borders. Uh, no, that's not that's not an appropriate solution. The appropriate solution is close off the borders and allow people in uh, slowly as we determine that they are not a threat, that there may be a good person, they have a good intention. You know, maybe we need them for the, the United States the workforce or something like that. Um, but I agree with. Um, and culture, you know a moratorium on all immigration for a number of years may be a good idea. Um, now I'm the kind of person this is you know it's it's interesting like there is um, th- there, there is a kind of um, uh, c- claim that the left makes about the right that you know we're all racist and we only want immigrants from European white countries. Um, Because we're racist, because we're racist. And uh, it's such a sinister, um, horrible, horrible claim. The reason it's such a horrible claim is because I do think that we should prioritize immigration from Europe, but not because they're white people, because they share our values, they share our traditions, they share... In at least in Britain and Australian places like that, they share our language, right? Um, they share this core of uh, Christianity, right? That that comes comes out of uh, comes out of Europe, and right. So there's a lot of things. Like I think that we should rate countries based on their their ability to integrate into into a traditional American culture, right? Not the kind of like Antifa culture, obviously, but traditional American culture. If They have traditional American values, or they come from a country with traditional American values. Maybe we should prioritize those countries first, uh, and other countries maybe second, third, fourth, whatever. If they have similar laws, if they have similar crime rates or lower crime rates than America, we can prioritize them that way. Um, you know, you take into account all these little things, and then who do you end up getting? You end up getting um, really smart people that help out the country. You get you get talented people. You get um, sophisticated people, charming people. You get the kind of people that you want. You want to, you want desirable people to come to the United States. Um, you don't want America to be a place where we attract, um, you know, a bunch of different people from all around the world that, you know, many of whom may be great people, but many of whom may be drug dealers, they may be um, uh, criminals, things like that. So uh, uh, to me, yeah, I do think that we should have, we should discriminate based on country, Um, not on race, of course, but, you know, they'll say that that's what Republicans want, but I don't understand why we wouldn't want the best of the best coming here. Uh, there's this idea that in on the left, it's like, uh, no, we got to be charitable to everybody outside the United States. No, you don't. That is not the that is not the job of politicians. The job of politicians is to be sympathetic to the their constituents, the people of this country. That's it. Nobody outside the country. If you want to help out people from other countries, I highly encourage you to do so. I think it's a great idea. I think everybody should do that in the country where they are. There's a beautiful video about this on YouTube. Look it up. Um, It's a guy with a bunch of gumballs, right? He's got this tube of gumballs, and he says, um, you know, this is how many people that we take in every year from immigration. He shows, well, he shows, like, from every country how many poor people would want to come to America, right? How many people are below the poverty line? And he's like, this is in South America, and he's like, this is in Africa, and this is in Asia, and it's like this whole table full of tubes of gumballs, and he's like, this is how many immigrants we take in every year. It's like one gumball. He's like, you think we're going to help the world out by taking in immigrants? We can't. I highly encourage everybody to watch the video. I I kind of forgot about it. I'm going to go ahead and put it on my channel again because it's an absolutely beautiful illustration of exactly what the problem is trying to accept immigrants into America. If you accepted every single impoverished person around the world into the United States in order to help out people in the world, you'd destroy the country. You would absolutely destroy the country. So we do need an absolutely airtight border. I just hit a button or something by slamming on my table. <laughs> um, all right, let's see here. Uh, Abel also said that my mom and aunts aren't bad people, nor are the people coming in. The evil people are the cartels and the people who allow this to happen. Women and girls are raped uh, by the cartel. Well, that's absolutely right. I mean, that's it's exactly what I'm trying to say. The cartel will... Target not the person that they are causing, uh, they are using, but their families as well to get their way through violence, money, etc. Yeah, I mean the, these these uh, Mexican cartels and these these gangs, they're not good people. They're not people that we want to empower and we want to enrich. Um, he says the cartel treat the people who they who they escort like livestock, numbers. They do not care about the people once they get the money. Frank James writes, it's going to become mostly peaceful protest day, and then it's going to become an American tradition ultimately... Oh, it's going to become Mostly Peaceful Protest Day, is what he's saying. Uh, it's going to become an American tradition ultimately will result in the purge. I don't know, man. I don't know. Joshua Sinabria says, Remember, we aren't allowed to say some people are better than others unless race is involved. In that case, any racial minority is better than the majority. Well, that's right, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean it's really weird because... I can say, like, I genuinely believe some cultures are better than others. That's not to say that the people within those cultures are better. There's some real a holes and great cultures, and there's some really amazing people in. Um, I think cultures that are, uh, you know, have a serious, some serious problems. Um, but that said, you should be able to criticize culture. Um, you shouldn't. I, I don't think race is something that's a fair game to be criticizing. However, the left seems to have the opposite sense. They they have the sense that oh, every culture is pure and perfect. Um, except white culture, obviously. And then, uh, but then, like, we have to actually judge people by race. And, like, black people are at the top, you know, then it's probably Muslims uh, of whatever country, and then, you know, maybe Middle Eastern Muslims specifically, and then it's probably Hispanics, and then it's probably, um, you know, Asians are way down at the bottom near white people. You don't get as bad as white people. You certainly don't get as bad as white people. They are the absolute worst. Hands down, there is nobody worse. Um... Anyway, um, yeah, so uh, you know, I think it's been a good show, guys. I always love hearing what you guys have to say. <laughs> Binary recoil writes "innocent until proven and conserved." I just watched this video with uh, JD, JD, whatever his name is. Yeah, the the com- comedy guy. I love that guy, and uh, he has this thing where he he, he comes out as trans, uh, but it, he's trans political. <laughs> he's like, I spent most of my life uh, as a Democrat, and then I transitioned to being uh, a Republican, so I'm trans-political. And he's like, uh, the problem is that a lot of Democrats are, uh, they're not accepting of my lifestyle. <laughs> it's one of his best videos. I mean, it's really quite good. He's got some new camera equipment. I mean, the audio is perfect. The videos I mean, it's beautiful. You guys got to check that out if you haven't seen it yet. Transpolitical. I forget the guy's name, but anyway, the guy's genius. <clears throat> All right, uh, love you guys. You guys are the best audience in on all of YouTube. I'm going to cut it short today because uh, I'm really, really sleepy and got up really early again. I've been working basically from the morning until now. Um, I got another good video to post. So tomorrow morning, there is a great video called Joe Biden. I think, what do I call it? Joe, Bi- Joe Biden is stealing Trump's victories. Something like that. Joe Biden is stealing all of Trump's victories. Basically, the video is about how You know, Democrats are wrong. They're wrong about everything. Republicans have been basically right about just about everything, Trump especially. Democrats don't like that. They're not doing well with this, right? I mean, if you're in a competition with somebody and you you turn out to be right or better than them, it's very easy to deal with that, right? You just kind of like shake your head at your opponent. They lost. Shame. Sorry about that, pal. And then you move on, confident, victorious. Democrats can't do that, right? They cried and cried and screamed about how Trump is going to be this evil fascist and he wasn't. And so now what do they have to do? They have to basically try to convince everybody that they're right despite the fact they've been proven wrong for years. And their new tactic is oh, oh, uh uh this is this is something the Biden administration is working on. We're totally better, you know, improving the economy, we're totally getting the COVID vaccine out, we're totally uh doing all this great stuff and uh Trump who? No, 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 no. That had nothing to do with Trump, right? Uh, J.P. Sears. That's what you're talking about. J.P. Sears. What did I say J.D. for? Is it J.P. Sears? That's right. Um, he's the guy that did the trans political video. He's awesome. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Again, okay, I am going to close it out. You guys are superbly awesome. I always love your comments. I always love what you guys have to say. A- and uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys again tomorrow. We're going to have some new really awesome stories to cover. I hope. But we'll find out. And uh, But until then, you guys sleep well. Have a good night. And, uh, and I'll see you tomorrow. The least professional show on YouTube. Remember that. Toxic masculinity. Toxic army. I will see you tomorrow. Toxic masculinity.